Hello soul seekers. So today's podcast is all about vulnerability and why I consider vulnerability to be the connection emotion. Now, I'm not the only one that considers it to be the connection emotion. I've just dubbed it that. But if any of you who are, you know, up-leveling in consciousness and awareness of yourself want to know why vulnerability is, you know, the connection emotion, then stay here with me, but also check out Brani Brown. She did a TED talk on empathy and shame and vulnerability. That's her background. She's a researcher and discovered really that without vulnerability, people actually don't connect on a deeper level. Now, my understanding is of, you know, my own vulnerability and those I see around me is that the less vulnerable you're able to be, the more walls there is to penetrate, the more walls there is to break. So what we want to do really is to understand why this is first off, right? Now, I believe that most of us, you know, and I'm sure you will agree, believe that vulnerability leaves us open to being hurt. It leaves us also open to negative emotions that we might be experiencing. It also leaves maybe the other people in the room open with negative emotions that we might not be able to deal with because we haven't dealt with our own emotions and thus we are not able to be vulnerable. And so there's resistance. There's huge resistance in being vulnerable. Most of my clients, when we look at their childhood, because I always like to look at the inner child and the wounds that have been carried through into adulthood, when we look at their childhood, we can see aspects of, you know, vulnerability that have been denied, right? When your vulnerability hasn't been met by your caregivers or your vulnerability has been squashed. Uh, Many people, especially men, have been taught that, you know, crying is not okay, it's weakness. And so vulnerability for a lot of boys, when they're, you know, still quite young, is trained out of them. They're trained to become strong. They're trained to become men. They're trained into this dynamic where they now can't get in touch with their emotions. Now, luckily for women, women have it a little bit easier in the sense of that we are wired up differently. Women have eight times the emotional receptors in the brain. So we are super connected to our emotions. It's much harder for us to really squash our vulnerability totally. However, I know many women that still manage it. They, they have, you know, ego protection structures that are super duper strong, especially growing up in a Scottish, you know, environment. So we are trained to be like, you know, get on with it. You know, it comes from a paradigm where people were poor and they didn't have anything. They had to really get on with life, right? No one was going to save them. So they had to just do whatever they had to do. But this has led to breeding or a breeding out, I should say, of true emotional connection. And without true emotional connection with ourselves and with other people, we can't fully realize ourselves. And it, you know, I'll tell you this, it will stop you from connecting to your soul voice. Your soul voice is the aspect of you that is directly linked to your intuition. It is the thing that will guide you through life, even when you know, it doesn't make sense to your mind, your gut will know what direction you're supposed to take or whether you're supposed to stop or whether you're supposed to take a different route or, 
you know, whether people are supposed to be in your life or not, all of that kind of stuff. If you can't get vulnerable, your intuition switches off. You can't connect fully. So there's this thing of looking at vulnerability in a way that is not weakness, right? And I really want to call this out to you today. Vulnerability, that people who are able to be vulnerable, especially those in the midst of pain, in the midst of fear, in the midst of um, attack, whatever is happening, right? In the, in, in the midst of being rebuffed for their beliefs. Those people who are able to stay open and in vulnerability are way stronger than anyone who is thwarting vulnerability and pretending that they don't have this stuff underneath. Because all of us have fear. All of us have pain. All of us have wounds. It's not about trying to you know, conscious awakening is definitely not about trying to be a person who doesn't have any shit going on. It's not that at all. It's totally about bouncing back, right? Your ability to be a conscious creator in life is absolutely down to how how much space there is in you. How do you know yourself? Like how well do you know yourself, I mean? Looking at that and then learning how to communicate from a place of authenticity, and compassion, right? Not getting angry, not falling into fear, not becoming sad and and grieving and becoming a victim. What we want is is to actually find the balance. And so part of the thing about the balance is, is it's how quickly we spring back, right? It's being vulnerable and open with healthy boundaries, which still let love in and out, right? Just doesn't let attack in, or blame in, or whatever, that kind of thing. So vulnerability is the foundation, it's the bed of really being able to be a conscious communicator. So maybe you're still not really understanding what I mean. So let's take a look at relationships, because for any relationship you need to be vulnerable to a certain degree in order to connect, right? But in intimate relationships, this is where it gets slightly trickier because most of us step into intimate relationship with some kind of wounding that happened long time ago and now we are attracted to and by people who have similar wounds going on. So we need to look and be really conscious of where our inner children are meeting in the relationship. Now that takes vulnerability. If you were to look at most people in intimate relationship at the moment around you, I would say the majority of them are probably not aware of their inner child speaking in that relationship. There's probably a lot of blaming and shaming going on. You know, if they're in, if people you know are in a relationship, or maybe you actually, in a relationship where there's tension or there's things being unspoken, there is, you know, a disconnect happening. This is because we start to lose our way when we close ourselves off, when we feel things and we don't speak them, you know, because of fear of being abandoned, fear of the other person stop loving us, fear that we might fall out of love. All that fear that stops us being vulnerable stops true connection. And so let's look at what being, you know, impenetrable looks like right? If you don't want to be vulnerable. So your relationship or someone else's relationship might look like 
two people who never argue, right? That might be the opposite of what you would normally think, but two people who never argue in the sense of they're just walking about doing their everyday thing, they're sitting together on the sofa in the evening, eating their dinner and watching TV and then they go to bed and, you know, they're connecting because they're in the room, but they're not saying something, right? Or one of them isn't saying something, right? One might just be going through the motions and have no awareness and the other one might be totally unhappy and not speaking. That is a sign of not being able to be vulnerable because of the fear of if I say something about my unhappiness, I'm now in a place where I'm not accepted. I'm now in a place where I risk this relationship ending. It also might look like people arguing, okay, like continually arguing, continually shouting, screaming at one another across the room. This is at the point where your vulnerability is absolutely not heard. It's trying to be heard. So in a way, it's kind of better, but it's not actually effective because Anger stops connection. Anger that turns into blame instead of being directed through conscious communication without blame and actually really talking about yourself, which I'll explain in a minute, that is going to burn the bridges of connection, right? And it doesn't need to be these two extremes. It can be anything in the middle where you just have a fear around talking about your financial situation or you, you know, maybe have a fear of abandonment, which a lot of people have. Um, you might have a fear of being truly committed to relationships. So you might show up as a person who kind of keeps dipping their toe in and out of relationship. All of this is a lack of vulnerability, a lack of being real with the self and really knowing what it is you desire and then being able to communicate it effectively. So a relationship with vulnerability would look like something like this. People who are able to consciously honor themselves. So they'd be able to look at their insides and navigate that tricky emotional world, right? This is difficult for many of us because we're not taught how to do it. A lot of my work is in teaching people how to understand their emotion. And don't get me wrong, sometimes I don't even understand my own emotion. But what I do is, in the moment when something feels kind of icky, something doesn't feel quite right, I try not to just put labels on it. I listen. If nothing is coming to me, I'll go listen to music or I'll go and read a book. I will watch a video of Michael Beckwith or Matt Kahn or someone who is inspiring like Wayne Dyer. I will look for the information in my 3D world that reflects back to me how I'm feeling, that connects with my inner child. And it's almost as if my inner child speaks from that place with the connection of what I see in the 3D world. And this is what I help people with. They can use any tools from the 3D, including journaling, which is also extremely powerful, to understand themselves on such a deep level that eventually it becomes impossible to not desire vulnerability. It becomes impossible. You just feel yourself so deeply that you don't want anything else in your world. Everything else starts to feel shallow. Previously, before vulnerability, shallow feels safe. Once you're actually vulnerable and you're willing to go there, you don't want anything less than depth, okay? 
So vulnerability in relationship will look like conscious communication and ability to listen and honor the self and communicate it from a place of this is how this makes me feel. This is what I would desire for my life. This is what I'd like to create in my life. Do you want to create that with me? Um, I notice this issue that's coming up for me. Can we have a conversation about it where we meet in the middle and are present with one another? You know, vulnerability absolutely has to include presence. And you'll find that most people who are not able to be vulnerable are really not present. They are away thinking things, blaming and shaming other people, thinking that their life would be better somewhere else rather than here right now because the you know, their ability to be vulnerable, vulnerable, get my teeth back in, is squashed. You know, it's hidden. The ego doesn't like vulnerability. The ego likes to come in and protect. You know, I'm always talking about the cardboard box that people end up in as soon as you reach your edge which really is where your authentic living is, your ego will pull you back down. And it does this at the moment when you feel vulnerable, at the moment your wound is touched and triggered, that's when ego will jump back in and ask you to, you know, revert to your normal default reactions, hide away, blame and shame, leave relationship when you maybe don't mean to, you know, and really become angry and not communicate effectively or just completely bottle everything and disappear so it's almost like you're walking around like a ghost you're not actually present you're not actually in the room even though your body is there so vulnerability is absolutely key in connection you cannot do a conscious co-creative life with anyone in any relationship if you're not aware of yourself and you're not willing to get vulnerable. If you don't know how to do this and you need some help in navigating any situation that you're having in your life that's a bit tricky right now, it might even just be with yourself where you feel like you can't really connect to your intuition, then get in touch with me. You can message me at hi at yoursoulrevealed.com We can organize a 30 minute free soul session where I can help you navigate this tricky world of emotional vulnerability. And also you can join my soul circle over at Facebook. So it's facebook.com slash groups slash your soul revealed. And I'll be sharing more in there. I'll be doing some more live streams on vulnerability and really asking some questions of you guys around what you believe vulnerability to be. Because like I said, most people see it as a negative and I'm here to tell you that it isn't. It's actually a strength. And it's the only thing that will give you the connection that you truly, deeply desire. Okay, so remember, in order to shine, you must align. And I will see you next time.